0: Hi there, I'm Caroline, a recent college grad and your new personal cheerleader. The She Believe podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the real stuff. I'm here to let you know someone's in your corner and share truth that will help you become more fully who God has created you to be. Thanks for joining the conversation. You are always welcome. Here we are, friends, nearing the end of 2019 and finding ourselves at the end of a decade. As we prepare for 2020, we don't only have the pressure of new year, new me, but we've got the whole idea of a new decade, new me, which I don't know about you, but that feels like a heavyweight sometimes. For those that don't know, I recently graduated college. Like I'm talking two weeks ago, December 13th, kind of recent. And even if you haven't graduated from college, You've most likely have graduated from high school or at least middle school and will understand me when I say, Graduating makes you reevaluate everything. Maybe it's the fact that something good is coming to an end. Okay, let's be real something bad. Middle school, that was bad. But what I really think it is, is the realization that there is an opportunity to start new. And as one chapter closes, we often are moving to a new place or changing crowds, but the foundation is change. And with change comes the opportunity to reinvent ourselves or start fresh. But in order to do so, we have to first know who we are and where we've been in order to picture who we want to be and where we want to go. So as the year changes, maybe you're reevaluating everything just as I am. Whether you're the girl who already has her full list of New Year resolutions written down and color-coded with goal dates, or... Or you gave up on making resolutions before the decade even began because you know you won't complete them anyways. I believe it is important for everyone to take the time to prepare their hearts and minds for the new year. But in order to do so, we must first reflect on how God has already been working. So if you don't have one already, you may want to pause and go grab a pencil and a piece of paper to write these next few questions down with. Or if you have the time now, you can pause the episode after each question. But... Whatever you've got to do to take some time to reflect on each question and invite Jesus into this reflection, I want you to do it. Okay, no, not just because I like being bossy, but because I know that there are memories that God wants to bring up, whether they be sorrowful or so beyond joyful, to reveal in new ways how he has been present to you over the past year. So let me give you a little rundown of what the rest of this episode is going to look like. I'm going to ask you five questions pausing briefly between each one, and then I'm going to give you five practical ways to become more fully who God has created you to be in the new year. Sound good? Let's dive in. So question number one, we'll try to start off a little easy. So the first question is name three things you appreciate from the past year, whether that be people, experiences, maybe you've traveled somewhere cool, maybe you've made some new friends. It could even be something that's been hard and that you're able to appreciate now that maybe you've overcome it, but I want you to name three things that you appreciate from the past year. Question two, where can you give yourself credit? Maybe you accomplished something that you never thought you could. Maybe you made a new friend or loved someone that maybe was a little hard to love at the beginning. Where can you give yourself credit? Question three. How have you fallen short? What ways have you kept yourself from being the person you want to be? Maybe you've wanted to be more consistent in prayer, but you start and then you stop. You start and then you stop. Maybe you've made some choices that don't necessarily align with the beliefs and values that you want to hold tight to. How have you fallen short? Question four. Which relationships have nurtured or supported you? Are there people in your life that bring life to you, that show you who you are and show you what your strengths are and encourage you to pursue the things that you know you're being called to do? Maybe there's people in your life that don't encourage you to be that person. How in the new year can you make space for a community that leads you closer to the person that you want to be? Which relationships have nurtured or supported you this past year? Lastly, we have question five. What things are you still waiting to see accomplished and completed in your life? We all know we have encountered obstacles in our lives. We have dreams. We have goals. We have desires. Many of them we have seen God take control of and overcome. But maybe there's a few things in your life that you're still waiting for an answer Maybe there's a few things that are still left with an unknown question mark. What things are you still waiting to see accomplished and completed in your life? So thank you for going through those five questions with me. I hope that you really are able to take the time to reflect on what God is trying to tell you during this time. 365 days, a whole year, there's a lot that goes on, so much in the ins and outs of everyday life. That it's so easy to lose track and lose sight of even the small things and the small things that God wants to teach us, or maybe just like the small ways that we encountered him in the people of our everyday life. So I think it is so important to take the time to pause and to reflect on how God has been working. And it's also important to reflect on who we have been. As I said, like, we need to know who we are and where we've been before we can know who we want to be and where we want to go. So whether it's the good things or the bad things of the year, maybe you had a really awesome year, or maybe you had a really tough year. Either way, God can use whatever it is to transform you more fully into the person he's created you to be. So thank you for taking that necessary time to reflect on how God's been working, but I'm excited now to look forward to the new year. These next five things aren't so much New Year's resolutions but they are practical steps that you can take to become more fully who God created you to be. So I'm going to share with you five practical ways, five practical things truly that you can incorporate into your everyday life to live more fully into who God created you to be. So no, not a new you, just a more full you. So let's dive in. Number one, incorporate silence into your daily routine. Now, I think this can be one of the toughest ones because we live in a world where there is so much noise, there is so much distraction, whether it is our cell phones, our Apple watches, now even our AirPods that you can have something in your ear talking to you 24-7. Like, we are never just left alone with our own thoughts. And more importantly, we are never left alone to hear God's voice. And so incorporating silence into your daily routine will allow you to learn God's voice and to hear his voice. So you can know when he's speaking to you. So you can know who he has created you to be. Silence also allows you to be better self-aware of who you are. It is in this time that you can reflect on your strengths. You can reflect on your weaknesses. And you can truly take the time to recognize where God has given you gifts. And how he's asking you now in the present moment to work upon those gifts. And maybe you can also look at those areas that you fall short and ask him to help you Gain strength in those areas. So to just review that again, number one, incorporate silence into your daily routine. Practical tip number two is to write down two or three circumstances in which God has made himself known to you. So I think this is important because often it's easy to get stuck in our head. It's easy to think, lose sight of who we are and what we've been created to do. Or maybe we lose sight of what our passions are. Or maybe you just think like, Everyone else is doing something. Maybe God doesn't have a place for me, but having two or three circumstances written down that you can reference, these will remind you of how God has worked in your life. These will remind you of where he has led you in the past. So maybe if you veered off throughout the year, you can hop back on and start the new year in a new way. And this isn't something that is a one and done deal. Throughout the year, as you lose track of who you are or maybe who you want to be, you can reference these circumstances and be reminded how God has made himself known to you. And the beautiful thing about this is that throughout the year, you can take can continue to add to this list. Like there will continually be more ways that God reveals himself to you. And these don't have to be super big revelations. Like these can be very small things, small affirmations that he's given to you. A, to know that he's there and B, to show you more of who he has created you to be specifically. So reminder number two, write down two or three circumstances in which God has made himself known to you. So let's jump to number three. Make conscious decisions regarding friendships and relationships that encourage and challenge you to become who God has created you to be. So now if I'm going to be honest, I think this is one of the most challenging because it can kind of seem like this one's out of our control. So I know I've shared this before, but good and holy friendships was always something that I prayed for from a young age. I had some great friends, but no one that I really felt like I could connect with on all areas of my life. And so this this one for me would seem hard. It would kind of seem unattainable. Like, okay, so what if I don't really get to choose my friends or maybe I don't have people in my life that challenge me. Maybe I don't have people in my life that encourage me to do good things or encourage me to pray more or want to go to mass with me. And if that's you, I want to say you're not alone. And I want to say that God is not abandoning you and he does want to fulfill that desire. And so when I say make conscious decisions, I want to say, Don't be afraid to make space for people in your life to come in. Don't be afraid to welcome new people in and allow God to really just transform the relationships that you already have in your life. So maybe you have some friends that are great, but maybe you just want to go a little bit deeper with making the conscious conscious decision um, to allow these people to challenge you and to encourage you really becomes a gift not only for you, but also for them because it really brings God into the relationship and can really help you understand him in a more beautiful and full way. So number three, make conscious decisions regarding friendships and relationships that encourage and challenge you to become who God has created you to be. Practical tip number four, take time each day to recognize five things that you can give thanks to God for in that day. Okay, so maybe it doesn't have to be five. Honestly, even if it's just one, I know that this will change your life. And these can be really big or they can be really small. And truthfully, there may be some days where it's really hard to find one thing that you're thankful for because some days are just hard. Some days you just think like, "God, what are you doing? Do you even see me? Do you even hear me?" Like I just feel like you're not even there. And in those days, it's okay to just say, "Thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for the cup of coffee that I had on my way to work or on my way to class. Thank you for my mom." Like It doesn't have to be this grand gesture. Um, But on those days where you do really see God taking action in a large way in your life, make sure you thank him for it. And also going back to tip number two, make sure you write it down because you always want to know how he's making himself known to you. So number four, take time each day to recognize five things or less or more that you can give thanks to God for in that day. And our last tip is going to be number five, discern where God is calling you to serve others. Now I think this is so important because in the past four tips we've kind of incorporated, okay, how are we looking at ourselves? How are we looking at how God is working through us? How are we looking at how people are influencing our lives and our relationship with God? And this last one of how are we calling to s- How are we recognizing where God is calling us to serve others? This will truly allow us to recognize and encounter God in a unique way because God is in each and every one of us. And so when we're serving others, we are truly serving him. And so this is where it's going to look different for each person. And so maybe it's something really small. Maybe you just start out by picking one person each day. And you're going to go out of your way to make a special effort to serve them. So maybe you pick up coffee for a friend that you know has been up all night studying. Or maybe you fold the laundry for your roommate. Or maybe you clean the kitchen or your room because you know that'll make your mom happy. It could also look like volunteering at the local soup kitchen once a month. Getting to just be in a community that maybe you're not around always and really just showing Christ's love to them. Also, serving others could look like leading a Bible study. I know this was a big one for me in college, was just having the time set aside every week to come together with a group of women, showing them that I was committed, that I cared, and that I wanted to lead them closer to the Lord. But I think this fifth tip of discerning where God is calling you to serve will truly allow you to come to know God more fully. And the more fully that we come to know God, he reveals more fully of who we are because we were created in his image and likeness. So ladies, let's do away with the new year, new me sayings. But truthfully, let's live out 2020 with this mindset and this heart positioned of a new year, more fully who God has created me to be. And okay, yeah, maybe it doesn't have as nice of a ring, but it sure as heck is going to bring us so much more joy and so much more fulfillment And we know that at the end of the year, we're not going to be like, oh, like I didn't accomplish any of my goals, but we're going to be able to look back and say, hey, I made steps. I made strides to becoming more fully into the woman who God has created me to be. And so before I conclude this episode, I really just want to take the time to say thank you. Thank you for supporting me on this new adventure of the podcast and encouraging me really to pursue my dreams. And 2019 wasn't easy. And there's a lot of change, and with that, a lot of growing pains. But 2019 will forever be the year that the She Believe podcast began. And for that, guys, I am so forever grateful. But also, I want you guys to know that this is only the beginning, and that in 2020, more content will be coming, and I'm so excited to go deeper with all of you. And I hope you know that I am growing alongside you, that this is a journey for both of us. And I don't ever want you to miss out on that journey or any of the fun. And so I want to make sure that you guys are hitting that subscribe button so every Monday you're getting a notification of when a new episode comes up because I am talking to some incredible women, incredible women that are changing lives in simple ways. And I know that many of you maybe just think you live simple lives. Maybe you think that you don't have an impact on the people around you. But I'm telling you, you do. And it is so important that you live your life so fully and that you strive every day to be who God created you to be because you are needed to help change the hearts of the people around you. And you are created to love and serve God. And so in order to do that, also, I would just love your help in getting other women tuned into the podcast. And if you could leave a review, sharing your thoughts on what you've thought of the show so far, that would be a huge help in getting the show noticed and helping other people, other women recognize it and really benefit from the women that I'm able to talk to. And so also, as always, I want to add that you can connect with me on Instagram at Caroline Rose Owens or by joining me on our exclusive She Believed Facebook group, which you can find the link to through my Instagram bio. I believe it is the top one. So I'm Caroline and I am signing off for 2019. I will see you guys next year. And of course, when I mean next year, I really mean next Monday. But okay, I'm sorry. That's my favorite joke. I just couldn't pass it up. But truly, thank you. I hope 2019 was a year of growth for you. Whether that looked like some really great highs Or sadly, some lows, but I pray that through this reflection that you're able to witness to how God is always present in your life and that He is always drawing nearer to you and just is gazing at you with so much love. And so that being said, as the book closes for 2019, my prayer is that 2020 is filled with hope, it is filled with joy, and most importantly, it is the year where you can lean more fully into God has created you to be. So thank you ladies for now. Goodbye and I'll see you next year.